What is up, Packers fans? Welcome to a short week edition of For Cheddar or Worst, Acme Packing Company's podcast, surrounding the good and the bad, all about your Green Bay Packers. Uh, I am your host, Chris Burke, joined alongside our social media guru, Lindsay Hansen. Uh, Lindsay, short, brief week. Um, not a lot to talk about last week's game uh, briefly, but how are we feeling? Oh, well, last week was an emotional roller coaster. It was so hard to watch for the first three quarters. And then, as we all know, all of a sudden, uh, everything changed and, and we got back in it. But, um, you know, we have the Lions this week and it's such a weird world we're living in when the Lions are, um, like actual competitors against the Packers. I mean, they're lions are crushing it this season. So we've got our work cut out for us. Oh, for sure. Um, before we get to that, you know, and it's, I was talking with somebody the other day and it was like, you know, the, it feels like the lions and the bears have kind of, um, swapped roles a little bit, you know, where the lions, I will have to see how they play out this year to be clear, but it seems like Chicago is suddenly now the poverty franchise of the division. And Detroit seems to be, I don't want to call them an up and comer yet, but they seem to be kind of, you know, they're kind of like they're in playoff, they're hovering right around that playoff contention line, but we'll have to wait and see how the rest of the year goes. You know, we're only three weeks in, uh, but before we look ahead, uh, let's get into, let's just briefly talk about last week's game. Like you said, it was a roller coaster. Uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers would probably call that a love roller coaster, not the Red Hot Chili Peppers while well, they did a cover of it, but uh, the song Love Roller Coaster. Anyway, that was so, <laughs> I stumbled over that, so that of course killed the joke. Uh, so let's at least let look back at that great eighteen seventeen comeback win, uh, tied for the biggest fourth quarter comeback in franchise history. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Love, let's get right to him. Kind of a mirror image of Atlanta, right? So he had a rough first three quarter. You know, in Atlanta, he had a good three quarters and then went zero for six in the fourth. This week was literally the reverse. You know, he had a rough three quarters of the game, and then he came. You know. All of a sudden, the fourth, you know, the fourth quarter, he suddenly started dealing. You know, we've seen, you know, flashes from him, and now it's just a matter of, you know, can he put it all together? What did you think of him on Sunday, Lindsay? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I like everyone else. I think that's, um, I think it's just part of having a young QB again. It's part of the growing pains. Um, We're not going to have, we're not going to have all, uh, top perform, you know, he's good quarters, right? Like we're not going to get every, every quarter is not going to be a good quarter from him, but if he can, if he can start to put a full game together in like a little bit more. And I mean, he, he looked really strong the fourth quarter, not so much the first three, but I will say that it's really, really cool to see the grit in this young team. Um, they like, they were like, Hey, we're still in this. We've got a quarter. Let's, let's do it. And they did it. And it was amazing. And the fact that we got that two point conversion at first when, when the floor called that, I was like, what are we? What are we doing here? Why are we doing this? We're not the strongest on two point conversions. Um, and so I was a little nervous and then to have it work out and, uh, be such a beautiful, a beautiful play. It was really exciting. And, um, yeah, it was, I feel good. I mean, he's got, we all know he's got a lot of promise. Love is, 
it's future is bright with him. I, I do believe. Oh, for sure. And I mean, the kid already seemed confident, you know, nothing really shook, nothing really shakes Jordan love. Uh, but then, you know, if you, after that, you know, that touchdown to Dobbs that put them ahead for good, um, you know, the, the thing that Fox, I took a screen grab of it because I just, I wanted to save it forever. Um, Fox showed Jordan Love kind of with his, you know, fist pump. Like he, you could see how excited he was. And I think just for him going forward, that's a huge moment. I, I, it's going to be, there's still probably going to be peaks and valleys, but I think it's definitely going to be a, uh, you know, I think, I think the good's definitely going to probably outweigh the bad. It's just, it's going to only get better from here. Uh, Absolutely. So going, yeah. Looking to the other side of the ball, the defense really stepped up in the second half. You know, Derek Carr, yeah, he got hurt. Uh, glad to see he was okay. He was actually taken to the, one of the hospitals in Green Bay, uh, nothing, nothing serious there. So thankful he's okay. But, uh, I think we can officially say Rashawn Gary is, uh, back, back. Uh, he, you know, was on a snap count. He's been on a snap count, you know, so far this season coming back from that ACL injury, but three sacks. I mean, he took the game over. And if anybody didn't mm-hmm. see the video the Packers shared on social, um, about, you know, Jordan Love got a game ball, but Rashawn Gary got, Rashawn Gary got the game ball. And I wrote about this at APC this week. Um, you know, saying, you know, there's nobody here that wouldn't want to go to war with this guy. And the room just went nuts. Uh, and Gary got, you can see he got a little emotional. So, uh, definitely great to see him back and to see at least the defense, you know, come around a little bit. Yes. 1000%, especially after the dreadful Falcons performance in Atlanta the week before. Um, Yeah, it was awesome to see. I mean, I'll just second your sentiment about Gary. I love him so much. I'm so glad he is back. Um, Or as you say, back, back. Um, And yeah, I think it's, you know, they they showed a lot more goodness um, on Sunday than we've seen uh, all season so far. So if they can just keep doing that, that's our issue is like, we just need that consistency. We need them to continue to put up those kinds of plays and numbers. Yeah. I mean, the Saints offense is a little, you know, they're, they're definitely not what they were at the heyday of Drew Brees, but I mean, they're still playmakers there. Um, You know, so obviously build good stepping stone for the defense after a rough go in Atlanta. Uh, Let's look, talk about special teams just briefly here. Uh, Green Bay, the defense actually only gave up 10 points. Um, against the Saints. Uh, the, the other seven came from a multiple failures on a punt return. Uh, you know, I'm going to give Bisaccia the doubt here. Um, benefit of the doubt. Great. He had a great, great year overall last year. I'm not going to say this is an overall cause for concern yet, um, unless the chunky yardage or, God forbid, touchdowns or muffs, you know, start to become a bigger issue. I'm not going to hit the panic button yet. What do you think? I mean, yeah, that's the type of consistency that we don't want. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want that to become consistent. Um, I'm, I'm not worried about it yet. I think Basakia has, Basakia has done amazing things for our special teams. We've seen it firsthand. Um, so I'm not, I'm not worried about it. He's definitely the type of coach who will, you know, fix the errors and, and, uh, go on to the next game and, and, you know, he's not a Barry. So <laughs> I don't, I'm not worried about him. Yep, for sure. So, you know, just we'll have to wait and see on that one. Um, you know, just something we're examining, keeping an eye on, but the concern level's not there yet, but a lot of football left. Uh, let's just get in briefly to the news to the week. Um, 
this appears to be the, you know, I, I filled our notes up here before I, we found this out, but it's looking like this might be the week for Aaron Jones and Christian Watson. And the news seems to be okay on Zach Tom. Uh, he got hurt at the end of the game on Sunday uh, with a knee, but it looks like, you know, that they have, we were kind of disappointed. None of these guys played Sunday, except for Tom, obviously ended up not being able to finish the game. Uh, but it looks like this might be the week in, you know, were they thinking long, you know, was Matt LaFleur playing 40 chess, you know, thinking ahead to this game? Exactly. I think, yeah. uh, you know, I, this might be the first time. I mean, we'll have to wait and see what happens with David Bakhtiari. Uh, but I think at least having Jones and Watson back would be uh, B.I.G. huge uh, for for Jordan Love. It'd be massive. I mean, it like, you know, this this isn't the same, same old line, so we're going to need our weapons healthy and Jones and Watson are most certainly uh, in, they fall in that category. This would be if they do come back, Jones and Watson um, against the Lions, this will be the first time all season that Love will have all of our starting RVs and, and uh, receivers. So it would be, uh, it would be a big boost for us. And I really just really hope that they are able to come back. And I, I do, I truly think that, um, especially with Jones, um, LaFleur was kind of playing it safe and, uh, didn't have him play on Sunday, knowing that it is such a short turnaround week. Uh, that's a lot when you're coming back from an injury to have the game so close together. So I think I, you know, I'm, I'm all for that decision. If it means that they stay healthy for the remainder of the season, Oh, for sure. So uh, that's kind of what's happening around Green Bay right now. Uh, so let's get right into uh, Thursday night's game against Detroit. Uh, Lindsay, what? Let's let's start right here. What do you What do you think will go right? Let's Let's start here. Yeah. Well, I mean, first thing on um, on our cheddar column is our pass rush. I mean, they our pass rush is is definitely promising. They're stepping up um, in a big way and. Um, you know, Goff is, he's, you know, he's not great under pre, well, he's different under pressure. He's not, uh, not the best, right? So we can use that to our advantage. Um, I'm excited about speaking of fast rush, excited about Van Ness. I think that kid has so much potential and, um, yeah, I, I think we'll be, will be good in this department so long as everyone shows up like they like they did last week. Yeah, and I think, you know, if, if Detroit is without Taylor Decker, uh they've got they're they're beat up a little bit along the offensive line. I think that definitely helps to the advantage. Uh, you know, we didn't talk about Kenny Clark earlier, uh, but he's he has also been feasting uh this year. So I think that that'll help him. If you can get Clark and, you know, Devontae Wyatt was kind of on our list. If we can get both of those two guys moving. Um you know, I think I think that'll definitely open things up for Rashawn Gary and Van Ness as well. Uh, you know, the pass rush. You know, the Packers are showing they can they can blitz, which is very good. Uh, definitely looking forward to that. And then also, and I can't believe I left this off the injury list. We're seeing some positive news in terms of uh, Jair Alexander. You know, so in terms of you know, I think you know that's just going to be a great uh, great note from uh, you know. I think it definitely builds some momentum in terms of the defense's favor and in terms of the performance against the Saints, but also. Um, you know what, you know, getting everybody back healthy. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, to that, to that kind of point as well. Um, we talked about it a little bit 
but our defense um, really stepped up in a major way, especially the second half of the Saints game. Um, they were they were a lot <laughs> a lot cleaner, banking a lot better, smarter choices, um, and and play calls. Um, the call to switch up the uh, the DL was definitely a good one. I. I mean, Barry finally made a smart call. I was shocked by that. I was like, oh, well, look look what happens when you coach. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's the blind squirrel finding the nut situation yet, but, I mean, hopefully this is a positive thing going forward. It's a Hopefully it's a trend. Yeah, definitely. Um, And then, you know, Jordan Love, of course he's got to be on the cheddar. He, We've all seen what he can do. He's had eight total touchdowns, seven passing in his first three games of the NFL um, as a, as a starter anyway. And um, that's pretty, pretty freaking cool. Um, If there's one thing that Green Bay knows how to do, it's, it is grow um, quarterbacks into stars. And I really think Jordan Love is, has all the makings to be one. Um, and I truly believe, I almost know it for a fact, that this win, especially it being his first um, home game as the starting QB for the Packers, to have that result in a win, especially the comeback they made, that was that was huge. Um, that definitely helps the, uh, you know, the attitude going into tomorrow. Um, and we do have home field advantage again tomorrow, which is nice. Um, but I do think all of that kind of culminates and, and, uh, makes for a good situation for us. Yeah. I think, you know, it, it, you know, I just want him to see, I just want to see him continue to, you know, develop and I think you know the momentum coming out of the fourth quarter you know he's not having to pick up from a collapse it's probably easier for him to you know keep building on what he did you know against against uh the Saints in the fourth quarter so definitely something to watch yeah absolutely and yeah you touched on this one too a little bit Kenny Clark um he can (laughs) he can uh work against the potentially weakened um O-line of the Lions um, he can kind of get to work there. Do you have anything else to add? I I really don't for that one, but I mean, yeah. I, so I'm looking at the injury report here, and there's I looks like you know they've got. If I'm reading this correctly, it looks like four, one, two, three. I'm sorry, three members of Detroit's starting offensive line are listed as questionable. Um. The only ones not are Penny Sewell and Frank Ragnow. Um, so, I mean, that, depending on how the injury report turns out, you know, boy, we thought Green Bay had it rough with offensive line injuries. Uh, we know Green Bay is deep along the offensive line. I don't think the Detroit Lions are. So I think that's something definitely, you know, I, if there's a week that for them to, for them to send the kitchen sink, I, I think this is, this is the week to do it. So definitely something to watch, you know, as we get closer. I'm sure some of these guys are going to be in game time decisions. Uh, I'll probably hear more. A little later, but uh, yeah, definitely something to keep an eye on. You know, Kenny Clark could have a big game on on Thursday. Kenny Clark, do 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 do. I have to. Yeah, I think that's as far as we can get without a copyright strike. So <laughs> <laughs> we have we have one point five seconds. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
and then play action uh can work and this is this is all you chris yep so basically you know the you can get their safeties to kind of bite on that you know and this is where having aaron jones in the backfield is really going to help um you know it's something where you know you can, aaron jones is somebody you have to respect both as a rusher and as a passer um and that's this is where i think really having him in place will sort of help with that. Uh, you know, you've got to be able, you know, they don't know what's going to happen. Are they going to throw to him in the flat? Are they going to, you know, just being able to fake them out like that is definitely a uh, tool they need to have uh, in their arsenal. And nobody, Frank, uh, frankly, let, you know, don't let them know the uh, what's coming. I, nobody respects AJ Dillon as a, Running back, um, you know, in terms of, I'm sorry, as well as the running back. Oh God, I mean, they kind of, they might as a running back, but they don't respect him as a pass catcher. So you know, trying to trying to get the safeties to play game. Yeah, that was yeah, ope as we say in the business or in Wisconsin. Yeah, ope. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's a uh, you know, I think I think that's something that's definitely going to be critical for them to be able to uh, keep an eye on. You know, just, that's something they can definitely exploit. You know, if they can get the linebackers to bite on that a little bit. That might be able to, you can sneak Musgrave in, you know, over the middle, maybe on a slant route. I think that's something you're definitely going to have to keep an eye on. You know, and this could Luke Musgrave breakout game. I don't, I don't know. I mean, the, the season's still too young. We don't know what could be coming yet, uh, mm-hmm. but definitely something to keep an eye on. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right, guys. Well, that was the cheddar section of our show. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with um, the worst. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. All right, welcome back. So obviously, you know, these are not the same old Detroit Lions. I think we can, I think we can probably, I mean, again, I keep saying it, the season's young, but I think we can, you know, find a way to, you know, respect what Detroit's done. They could still fall apart. But uh so obviously, you know, Green Bay's run defense was a huge concern uh against Atlanta. Still, I honestly still think it is until we see them actually, you know, shut something down. You know, Detroit's got, you know, they they still have some decent running backs. I mean, you've got, you know, with trying to pull up some information here, bear with me, you know, with so David Montgomery, who is questionable, you know, I, I still, you know, he, the former Bear, you know, has struggled a little bit, but I mean, Jamir Gibbs, I think is kind of a maybe potentially sleeper. 
you know, so far, you know, for Montgomery, 141 yards, two touchdowns, only averaging four yards a carry. But, you know, he's been a little, you know, he's that's somebody he's still got to keep an eye on. Uh, you know, in terms of Gibbs, I wish my internet would cooperate because I had these all written down and they don't seem to be working. You know, Gibbs has actually been a little better. 31 carries, averaging 4.5 yards a carry. You know, I've obviously, you know, Jamal Williams was with the Saints last week. Unfortunately, he couldn't play. But that's something, you know, just to keep an eye on in terms of, you know, the, the run defense has been the Achilles heel, it feels like, for Green Bay since Joe Barry has been in charge. And I hope to God we don't see the same, more of the same this week. 1,000%. I mean, if we if we don't stop the run, the Lions will have a much better shot at running away with the W on Thursday. I mean, like, it's one of our weakest areas as a defense and one of the Lions' strongest offensively. So it's, you know, it's giving me Falcons flashbacks. Um, and I hope that they're able to pull it together enough to uh, to put a dent in the Lions' run game. But it's, you know... I, it's a it's a painful painful area in our defense that is for sure. Yep, for sure. Um, and also, again, same thing. You know, just we got what we want. Need to avoid another slow start here. Uh, that can't happen again. I mean, shout out to Dan Campbell. The Lions are a much better coach football team than the state. No disrespect to Dennis Allen, but I mean, Campbell's team they, they fight for him. I mean, they bite off kneecaps or whatever that he said during hard knocks. You know, that's, you know, the, the, they, these are, again, I'll say it again, these are really look like they're not the same old Lions. Uh, this is a good football team. Uh, so struggling, falling behind against these guys early might, it probably, you know, would be suboptimal. You know, if you, if anything, you want to be able to keep up on it, like kind of like what they did against the Falcons. Uh, but yeah, I would definitely say, you know, I, I, and just for the sake of my blood pressure, I can't, you know, go through another fourth quarter like that again. How about you, Lindsay? Yeah, I mean, first I'll just say Campbell is truly, um, I feel like he's the most perfect coach for the Lions uh, right now. And what he's been able to do for that team and that organization and city is really, really impressive and really cool. Um, that said, I do want us to beat them <laughs> on Thursday. Um, and yeah, like we... We just can't, um, they're a different team. It's, it's not a throwaway game by any stretch of the imagination. Like they have been in the past when we've played the lions. Um, they are, they are competitor and we have to show up and we can't, I agree. We can't, um, we can't have three quarters of nothing and then one quarter of something because it's just not going to work out for us like it did on Sunday. Agreed. Uh, that's, you know, you can't, you can't keep playing with fire like that. You know, that's, I kind of think, you know, I think back to the, what was that 2011 Broncos with Tim Tebow, where they would look like absolute tragedy and they somehow let, snuck into the playoffs. I don't foresee that being a problem with this team in terms of that fate, but I mean, that's just the kind of fate you want to avoid is not just, you know, this Jekyll and Hyde thing, uh, can't continue. You know, that's, that's not the way to sustain football, winning football, you know, long over the long term. I'm kind of going to group these next two um, points together a little bit. So the question I've got is, can Jordan, you know, again, we don't know the final injury report, although the arrow is definitely seems to be pointing in the right direction. Is can Jordan Love and the offense continue to overcome their missing talent, especially on a short week? Um, and then, you know, along with that, with the offensive line, uh, 
you know, depending on who's going to be starting uh, or not starting, you know, Aiden Hutchinson for Detroit has definitely been yeah. a solid player since they drafted him. You know, that's my other concern is, you know, we talked about how the Packers pass rush could be a benefit. Uh, I'm a little concerned about Detroit's. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. I mean, we have Bach, Campbell, Jenkins. They're all, um, they all were listed as did not participate on Tuesday. Um, so I, you know, we don't know again that we're recording this prior to the final injury list and, and some of these are going to be game time decisions, but, um, our options. <laughs> are just getting slimmer and slimmer, right? Like we, uh, we don't have the depth that we need there with, with those people missing. So, um, hopefully we can, we can rally enough to, uh, to pull off, like, you know, protect love, um, which that's another thing about love is he is pretty, pretty agile, pretty, uh, pretty quick on his feet. So, um, it's, it's a lot less frightening when he's outside of the pocket than when 12 was because, <laughs> because of the age difference. Um, whenever, whenever Rogers would get out of the pocket, uh, or sacked, it would be, you know, our, it would, it, we would all like collectively yeah, take two, a deep breath. Two, two, two broken collarbones will do that. Um, yeah. you know, after that, having sat through that. And just to get back to, um, yeah, just so in Hutchinson, nine and a half sacks last year to this year. Uh, so definitely a very, very talented player. He's only in his second year. That's insane. That's amazing. <laughs> he's got two Sammies on pace. So I, it's kind of tough. You know, he's kind of like a younger Rashawn Gary, but I think he's actually a, a very explosive athlete, you know, in terms of in, immediate impact. He reminds me of a lot of a younger Clay Matthews, except he's a defensive end instead of a linebacker, but I digress. Anything else on the Lions pass rush, Lindsay? Nah, nah, that that covered it for me. Yeah, so I mean, finally, you know, before we kind of give you the uh, our predictions for this week, uh, last thing here is um, I do want to give another shout out to just again Detroit's building rookie Sam Laporta. Uh, their tight end has he's averaging over ten yards per catch so far this year, which you know I would love to see that. You know, I mean, Luke Musgrave was up there, but he hasn't been targeted. Uh, quite as much. much. So let's, yeah. I'm pulling up, pulling up the stats for, uh, Laporta here. Uh, 18 receptions, one touchdown, 186 yards, averaging 10.3 yards per reception. Uh, that's pretty darn good for a rookie tight end. So, I mean, you know, we talk about, you know, Green Bay lacking some speed at some point. I mean, this will be a nice little test for Quay Walker and, uh, Devondre Campbell. Yeah. Well, if Campbell plays, hopefully, hopefully he will. Yeah, you know, um, well, I'll be Quay Walker and everyone else, but yeah, for sure, it's definitely going to be a challenge for uh, at least Quay Walker. I mean, that's I that seems to be like he's a uh, he's going to be a sleeper pick. He was drafted in the second round, you know, ahead of ahead of the Packers tight end. So yeah, definitely something to keep an eye on. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that, that does it for our show. Um, we are going to take a uh, prediction. We're going to make some predictions for this final score on Thursday. Um, I think it's going to be close. I have the Packers winning by three. I'm, uh, I'm going to say 17, 14 Packers. I think it's going to be a fight and a grind. But I do believe that we have enough to pull off a win. 
Yeah, and I think I'm going to go something fairly close to that, just like we were last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to I'm going to continue to go with the positive vibes here. Um, I'm going to go with Green Bay. I'm going to probably go a little higher scoring. I'm going to say 27 to 23 Green Bay. Um, I okay. think that I, I feel like I I feel like this could be another three touchdown performance. Uh, but I am prefacing that score by saying I this is assuming Jones and Watson play. If not, I could be probably probably end up being closer in Lindsay's range. One thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely plays into <laughs> into the score for sure. Yeah, the arrows we'll have to wait and see what Matt LaFleur says. We're recording this Wednesday up around one o'clock Lambo time, so we'll just have to wait and see what the injury report says. But uh we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, mm-hmm. Other than that, so that just about does it for us this week. Uh, we will be joining you. We will be recording, uh, again, recapping this uh, before the long, kind of like a, it's a longer mini-buy. Uh, Green Bay doesn't play again until the not this coming Monday, but the following Monday uh, when they return to Vegas to see old friend Devontae Adams. It'll be great seeing him again. Uh, but we will talk to you guys before that then, uh, ahead of time. Uh, and as always, uh, Lindsay, you got anything else you want to add? Go Pack Go! When she says go pack go, she says it all. Uh, <laughs> thanks everyone for listening. Make sure you keep on Acme Packing Company for all your Packers and Pod Packers podcasting needs. Uh, and I'll say it again. Go pack go. Go pack go. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.